Hi everyone, I'm Phil G. And I'm Andrew Brown. Welcome to Stand Up For Southport podcast. I hope you enjoy it. If you'd like to see more about us, go to standupforsouthport.com. Good afternoon. We're joined with Calvin Marion Atkinson, Sefton Council Cabinet Member for Regeneration and Skills. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Andrew. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we're doing a, a face the first one that we've done, uh, talking about Southport Town Deal uh, and Southport Market. It's fantastic news about Southport Town Deal. Obviously, in the budget, uh, £37.5 billion announced for Southport for projects in Southport to regenerate, improve the town, um, in addition to £1 million, which was granted last last year. Absolutely fantastic news. I know that you're part of Southport Town Deal Board. What, what's your reaction to, to, to this news? I am absolutely delighted about it. You, you won't believe how sort of uh, how pleased I am about it. The amount of work that people don't see that goes on behind the scenes to get us to this point, it's just been truly phenomenal, and it's paid off. I think... Um, we were, no, well, none of the 45 town deals that were announced the week before last, Andrew, were bigger than ours. So, and I think it's reflective of the quality of the bid, the collaboration and the successful working with the town deal board and the council. And, and, and importantly, the attractiveness of Southport as an investment opportunity. And I, I do believe too that the plan um, will be a catalyst for further investment in the town. We're already seeing significant private sector investment, um, such as the Ghost Safe Initiative, the McKay Leisure Group, and I just think that this is going to be a catalyst for, for much, much more. That's fantastic. One of the things that people in, in Southport and through Southport have been asking, they're actually delighted with the, with the funding. Um, then I was asking, what, what, what is this actually going to mean for Southport? What, what changes can, can people see or expect to see in the, in the next few years? So I think given this was on the, the background of probably the biggest conversation that the town has ever had about its future, and I think you kindly interviewed me just over 12 months ago, um, and we said at that time that we were not going to do this to people. People were going to be doing it with us, and that's absolutely mm. what happened. The consultation has been massive. Um, so I think, you know, Prior to the town deal being announced as a council, we were ahead of the game. We did we developed our three town centre investment frameworks in Sefton. But the strategy in particular for Southport was to strengthen the visitor economy. It was to support diversification of our economy and underpinning those sort of crucial areas was the needs of the infrastructure. So so we, we, we had ducks in a row with that. The town deal coming along has helped facilitate and make that, that, those, those aims at a speed of progress. So I'm really pleased about that. But in terms of, in terms of, you know, what people would see, the bid, what we put in was for the event centre, as everybody knows, that came through really strongly in the consultation. And we've continued with that design work on the Marine Lake Event Centre given its importance to the town. The flexible event space that we're looking to do will help us keep that off of what's there already and the events that we've always had, but also to do much more. So looking at Wagner, the age cohort, with more opportunities for conferences, theatre shows, esports events. There's a, there's, there's a whole host of opportunity there. 
And then, you know, tagged onto that, the event center is the like fantastic. Um, that's, that's strengthened the, the, the lake office of the water, the light sound. We, we, we want to make progress on that. The lake, in my view, is, is an underused asset and I think we just need to make more of it and the bid absolutely does that. We've also carried on with uh, the, de- the design and business plan and work with the Pleasureland site. So we're hoping to, to see quite soon a well-renowned brand introduced as a partner, as part of the indoor and the all-year-round visitor attract- attraction that's going to widen out the catchment area, hopefully nationally and internationally, and bring visitors all year round, not just the, the summer months. Then we've got the um, Enterprise Arcade, which the diversification of the economy remains absolutely vital. So we're able to deliver, or hopefully to deliver, the proposed co-working spaces, start with the former Crown buildings on East Bank Street, um, which is just, as you know, stone's throw away from, from the market. So in terms of what we believe this will bring, 1,200 new full-time jobs, um, 1.2 million additional visitors to the town, you know, new start-up businesses, that's, that's just to, to start off. And we, we did bid for the 50 million, and while the 37.5 million is a truly, truly fantastic result, we won't be able to deliver everything we aim to do, so we'll obviously be looking for other funding routes and opportunities to, to develop those projects. Obviously, one of the, uh, you just mentioned that the, the central uh, that was in the town deal, the theatre, obviously the, the theatre closed uh, last last year, um, and people obviously love the theatre and, and the, the impact on the, on the town that, that it has. Um, people, people are keen to see, when, when would a, a new theatre be likely to open? Have you got a time frame as to what happens next and, and when, when people might like be able to see a new one? Well, I mean, the theatre, you're absolutely right. Uh, the theatre was a, the, the, the cornerstone of, of that bid. It was the, the real sort of nugget with, within that bid. And I just think that the theatre is just an absolute game changer for Southport. It's going to completely transform that marine lake area and the wider town. And I think it's going to be a catalyst for that private sector investment that we need. It is going to be a flexible event space. What we need to do with this, Andrew, is maximise those event days to, 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 you know, secure its financial sustainability whilst delivering a wide range of events, as I, as I mentioned before. And I think the show in the lake is just going to be, you know, the icing on the cake with, with that. We... I think I mentioned this before as well, so, you know, at the risk of repeating myself, before the bid submission and since the councils continued to invest in the design and development work, um, and it remains a priority. And in terms of, in terms of the timescales, I think we've got six weeks now it is to agree ahead of terms, and after, that's with government. And then after this, the business cases will be developed. So the timescales that you're asking for, it's going to depend on us as a town deal board and the council meeting the conditions that are set out by the government. So I'm not going to come on and promise when I'm relying on, on things that are outside of my control, like government departments, 
Um, but I can assure you, you, you followers, that as a council, we'll be doing everything we can to draw down that funding as soon as possible. Obviously, it's a, a huge project to um, completely transform the Chapel Theatre. Is there any plan in the short term to, to, to open the building as it is in the, in the short term at all? So we're obviously um, evaluating options for the short term and, and as well as what I've talked about with the long term as well. I am really conscious of the impact of last year's closure and the insolvency of the operator and the impact that that had on local people and local businesses. So I am fully, fully aware of that. When we when we are evaluating the options, we'll be looking at the, the community impacts, the financial sustainability, and most importantly, the health and safety. So as soon as we've got uh, a handle on that, we'll be able to, to come back and share more with you, if that's okay. Yes, we'll look forward to it. Uh, during the consultation last year, we had thousands of comments through Santa Fe Southport and uh, also through the other service that you did. And, and one of the things that came out very strongly was that people had a have a real passion for, for Lord Street, what happens to the town centre. Um, lots of comments saying, oh, we'd like to see more shop units filled in Lord Street. Um, what, what's the town uh, deal going to be doing for South Town Centre and the Lord Street area? Okay, so again, you know, just to just to reflect on, we didn't get the 50 million, we only, we would say no, we got the 37 and a half million. Um, so that will have to be looked at in, in further detail with the heads of towns. Um, Several thousand residents, as you say, in Stand Up for Southport were fantastic in facilitating a lot of that, so really, really appreciate that. Um, it's an incredible asset, Lord Street, and we're obviously keen to maximise, you know, connectivity, wayfinding, etc. Um, and you can see the lights on there that, that you mentioned with the million pounds before, that they look really good as well. So it's just in terms of we need to have a look at the have a look at the funding envelope, see what we can do there, and again we'll we'll be back when we've when we've sorted that. Fantastic. And obviously um town deal money, um I've asked you before what, what can people see from it, but we can already see uh, the money working at million pounds was, was um given over to the council last year and then and also to Southport Bid and um, work is taking place on Southport Market. Um, I know that you were down there yesterday, I believe, and also the, the, the Southport, the Lord Street Lights, which is looking, looking incredible, and they were finished uh, a few days ago. What, what's your view of the projects that are uh, taking place so far? So you're right, I was there yesterday. I am just astounded the size of that, that space. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. So um, I had a really good look around there yesterday. We were there for, for over an hour and a half, I think. Um, you know, just in, in terms of the market itself, um, we had worked on a business case prior to this money becoming available. So it was a real good timing that we had that business case ready in situ so we were able to take um, advantage of that million pounds. We also had half a million from the combined authority town centre fund. So when when it came in it was it was great and such a short space of time because the, the money the, project had to be what they call shovel ready um, and it takes a lot of time to get into that space so fortunately we were ready to go um, really enjoying working with the traders they are so so excited about it so ambitious about the the the, the market um, everything is on schedule fingers crossed 
and restrictions permitting, we're going to be open when it's safe to do so. Um, we've installed a change in places unit, um, accessibility to, to venues is a hugely important factor to us as a cabinet and particularly the leader of the, the council. And we've carried out extensive enabling works, making sure that Blackhairs the Butchers could continue to trade through the building works as well, so we've kept that business going. Um, the contractor who we've got, Medlock, they're using local labour wherever possible. And in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be announcing a number of the new traders. Sure, you know, once we firm up the heads of terms with, with those, with those businesses. But I will say a large number of those traders are local businesses, local people who've set up, um, and some of them are established. So, so some of them are known about the town. So, you know, that's, that's, that's really good. They've got a customer base. And the operating model that we've designed has provided that environment for those new traders who are starting up to, to, to grow their business and to grow their customers. So that's, I think that's a really good part of that model. The space at the back, the new event space is going to allow us to hold flexible markets, functions, events, which all I can ask is that the community and everybody come and support. I think it's going to be exciting times. The, 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 the lights on Lord Street, that's been an incredible project as well. Started last November, finished finished in March. Have you, have you had a chance to see the lights? What, what, what do you think about those? I haven't had a chance to see them, but I have heard, I've had loads of real positive comments saying that, you know, they, they look amazing, they look fantastic. They, they transform that space, so it's a, it's, a, it's really good. Fantastic. Question has come in now from Charlotte Bigland. You were mentioned encouraging new businesses within the market, but can you give any further idea of whether the rents will be feasible to new startups? This was a, a something mentioned, a criticism from its previous renovation. So, yeah, thanks for that, Charlotte. The, the model that we're looking at is a turnover rent model, and all of those new businesses that we've that we've spoken to are really keen to get involved in in that type of in that type. So the more that they that they earn, it's a percentage really. And I, I think that what that does is lowers the risks significantly for those businesses too. So uh, it's their opportunity to shine as well as you know managing that risk, which absolutely get yet there was a criticism of that from the previous renovation. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Charlotte. No, I think Andrew, if I can just sort of just sort of make the point as well if I can about you know the stars aligning to Southport now you know and the sort of on the back of the investment that the council has been making over the last sort of well for a long time as you know we've supported Southport's economy and our investment has continued despite you know half a billion that's been taken off us over the last 11 years now so it's been tough, but we've we've subsidised the theatre and convention centre one and a half million. We've you know subsidised market and, and promotion of Southport one point two million. That includes the coast as well. The major events so you've got the air show, the the fireworks show, the food and drink festival. That's coming at two point five million. The market is one point four million. The pier half a million. The Atkinson we've subsidised over the last five years, that's cost eight million. So I think just from just from, you know, a personal point of view, we've spoken about the economy and how important it is and that's absolutely important and key to us and that's why we've continued to subsidise even though it's been 
tough time. Well, hopefully with the town deal, hopefully to stay stars aligning and, and, uh, and hopes, fingers crossed, of better, better times ahead. Absolutely, fingers crossed. Thank you for very much for your time today. Thank you, and thanks, Charlotte, for your question. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. Thanks to Andrew and Marion. Hopefully everyone found that interesting. If anybody else is interested in joining us on our podcast, then please contact us through our Facebook page at Stand Up For Southport.